so that you can see Jesus when it's all over. Because we all know the Bible said, holiness without no means to see the Lord. And I don't get up every morning and get dressed to come to church not to see the Lord. Hell, I want to go to hell. I'm going to hell right. You understand? <laughs> the church is the last place I'm going if I want to go to hell. Why come to church and still go to hell? If I plan on going to hell and continue living like the devil, I'll spend my life in the nightclub, every port I can find, do everything that I can do to take me straight into the gates of hell. But I think we all come into church today and you listen to this broadcast because you want to see Jesus when it's all over. You want to stand before him and see him face to face and to Maybe I don't know whether he allowed you to ask him a question or not, but if I could, I'd ask him what you were thinking when you saved me. He said, I thought you were worth saving. Many times that I messed up, he said, but I had my grace and mercy to pick you up. You ever thought about what? Do God want with me? How can he use me? You know, sometimes we get hard on ourselves. You know that? You wonder, what in the world did God see in me? I'm always messing up. But you know, we should always remember that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost and that the Spirit of God himself dwells in us. So when God looked at each one of us, he did not see you. Guess what he see? He see himself dwelling in you. Because if he would look at us, um, like we would last long. But when God viewed you, he see the blood of Jesus Christ covering you, and he see himself in you. So actually, when God look at us, he look at himself because he's dwelling in us. Because he said, no, you're not. That your body is what? The temple of the Holy Ghost. And that the Spirit of God dwelling in you. So when you look at yourself, you, in your mind, you should say, I'm not looking at a weak person. I'm looking at an awesome person, a mighty person, a person that is housed around the supernatural power of God. Well, I know this is not in my teaching, but you know how it go. The Holy Spirit has something to say. He will say it. He's not on my schedule. I'm on his schedule. Come on, God. He teaches through me. I don't teach through him. Hallelujah. Anyway, let's read uh, verse 10 and 11. Verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. 11. Put on the whole armor of God. How much? Whole armor. Okay. Now, today. The Holy Spirit will focus on the armor of God. Verse 11 says, put on the complete armor of God, leaving nothing out, that you may be able to stand against the strategy of the devil. The devil will do everything he can to deceive the spirit of your mind. He is not a nice devil. I don't think he will ever grow up. There's no salvation for him. Therefore, he will do everything he can to make your life miserable 
through the thoughts that you allow to rest in your mind. And one thing I know about the devil, he has been stripping off his power, but he used your power, he used your tongue to control your emotion, to control how you respond to life. You know, we put a lot on the devil, but the Bible said he walked forth as something, as a roaring lion. He didn't say he was one, he act like one. So therefore, uh, the Bible says, uh, put on the complete armor of God, not leaving a part of the army out because the very, what, equipment, there's an army that you leave out. That's the one, the weak spot that the enemy will play in. That's why God said, put on the complete armor of God. Now, a lot of, I know a lot of people think, I'm putting on the armor of God. You just don't, just got to put it on with your hand and I'm shawl with it. No, it's a process. It's a spiritual change in your life. That's, I believe, the reason why so many of God's people has being defeated because they have not put on the complete armor of God. You just only put on some of the armor of God, just enough to get by. But in the last and evil days, if you not fired up in the word, using the word, the enemy strategy, his trickery, gonna take you out and control you. You might go to heaven, but you'll be a miserable person going. That's why God, why would God commanded us to do this? He said it's very important. So the devil would do everything he can to deceive the spirit of your mind, to control the flesh emotion. The power, the supernatural power of the Holy Ghost and fire dwells in the believer's spirit. You have power. You, we have all the power of God that we would ever get. But sometimes we think, oh, we don't feel the power. God's power is not a feeling. It's just supernatural power that do things and, and work when you cannot see it working, but it's working. Mm -hmm. See, uh, we, you know, we're a, a nation, a generation that love to feel and what we can see. But when you come down to serving God, it's not like that. You walk by what the word of God says, and you cannot see the promise with your natural eyes. But in the spirit world, you know that promise is there. It's in the supernatural world. I'm just waiting for the manifestation of the promise to show up in the natural world. But every promise that God made have already been established in the supernatural in another dimension. But, but... He said, they that wait on the Lord shall renew your strength. You shall do all these things. But uh, the power of the Holy Spirit, dwelling in a believer's spirit, why, 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 why? Just to talk, just to speak in tongue. You know, a lot of people say, I got the Holy Ghost. Yeah, but what is the Holy Ghost doing in your life? Is it changing your life? Is it leading your life? Is it come bringing you out of darkness? Just to say, I had a Holy Ghost and I can speak in tongues doesn't mean nothing. Where's the fruit of the Holy Ghost dwelling in you? Where's the evidence of the Holy Spirit dwelling in you? It's the power the Holy Spirit is. It has to be doing something in your life. Yeah, but are you listening? 
Are you obeying the Holy Ghost instruction? The Bible says, if you be led by the Spirit of God, you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Well, what kind of spirit? He's talking about the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of the Word. You know, God, Word, or Spirit, and they are life. He said, if you be led by the Spirit of the Word, if I be led by the Spirit of forgiveness, the Spirit of love, I will never fulfill the, the, the lust of unforgiveness because I'm led by another spirit. But see, a lot of times we don't like that spirit because that spirit leads us in righteousness and holiness. He says that uh, that it empowers us <laughs> with supernatural power to put on. As every person in here today and listening to this broadcast have enough power dwelling in you to put on the complete armor of God. To take, off, to take off the old you, the old man, God called it the old man, and put on the new you. Every person in here have enough power to do whatever God commanded us to do and to be whatever God called us to be. You can be the light of the world. You make that choice. You can be the salt of the earth. You make that choice. But you're not a lack of power to do it. I have power. I have the power in me to change and to be everything God called me to be. It's not out of our reach. I don't have to pray 10 hours of fast 10 days. It's already built into me just like a fish don't have to go to swimming school to learn how to swim. When the fish was born, it's born with everything that it needs to swim. So, when we are born of God, everything is in us that we need to grow in the spirit, that we need to take off the old man, that we need to put on the old man, which is after God and righteousness and true holiness. Every person in here can live holy if you choose to live holy. There's no weak Christian in here. Then the Bible says, and now let the weak say something. He said, let the weak say what? I'm strong, I'm mighty, I'm awesome. Why? Because of what the Lord has done. Jesus didn't go to that cross just to have a church full of weak people. Taking down to every everything that the devil sent your way. He's given us his name to use. He's given us everything. It, we have to then really get up in the morning and plan all day to be defeated. Because we are overcomers. Because why? He said, whosoever believes that Jesus Christ is the Son of God is automatically make you overcome. And why are you trying to overcome? You were born to overcome. We just struggling all these things that we were already born to do. I don't have to try to overcome no devil. Are you kidding? He has, he's powerless. They with the word. Jesus said, all power in heaven and earth has been given unto who? Him. And he delegated that power to us. Then the Bible say, if the Spirit, if the Holy Spirit dwell in us, it's the Holy Spirit that raised up Jesus Christ from the dead. He raised up the Jesus Christ body and spirit from the dead. The Holy Spirit, the supernatural power of the Holy Spirit. And you mean to tell me, God, hallelujah, that that same spirit, that same spirit, now 
not a different spirit, but the same spirit, the same power, the same supernatural power dwelling us. It dwelling you. You have to recognize and realize I'm not taking back seat to no demon, no nothing. I have resurrection power dwelling in me. Nothing can hold me down. Nothing can stop me. We are unstoppable. You stop yourself. You allow your emotion and what you feel. See, what I feel is not the true feeling. What I feel is just part of my emotion. And God will not take your feeling away from you. Because you will become a feeling ungodly person, an evil person. You know how they say, they don't have no passion. No, you was born in a body that had feeling. But we live out of the body, out of the spirit that dwells in us. That's why we walk by faith. And not by what I feel, not by what I see. Yeah, yeah it's a damn bad. That's not what I pray for. That's your attitude got to change. You have to change up your attitude. Yeah, it's no damn, but my power said that I win. Yeah, it looks like I'm going to make it, but the power said God says supply all of my needs to come into his riches in glory. Yeah, it's no bad, but the power said look not on the thing which are seen, the thing which are seen are temporal, but look on the thing which are not seen. I don't see my problem, but I in the natural, but I, in the spirit world, I know it exists. Why are you not a doctor, baby? Because God is not a man that he should die. If he promised he'll do it, he is not a son of man that he would get me excited and said, I cannot do it. I trust him. That's why the Bible said, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lead not to your own understanding. And all your ways are not as him. And he shall direct your back. Not maybe, not We fight with ourselves. Yeah. You don't have to. Don't have to. 
Why? Do you not know that death and life is in the power of your tongue? What have you been using your tongue for? Death? What you mean? See, I don't understand. You can take no more energy to speak death than to speak life. But you make that choice to speak it. Always talking about it. I don't know how I'm going to make it. Shut up. Read your Bible. You already made it. All that negative devil talking like you, as though you've been to the devil's school to be trained how to speak negative words. Well, I hope. What do you mean hope? You need to know. Don't you know? I keep. Don't, don't you know enough about God to stop hoping and knowing that he will? Yeah. Do you know enough about your God that you know he will? I hope he will. I think he will. Hallelujah. Now, I know he will. <laughs> you can ask me. I know he will. I know. See, know your God. He'll given each one of us, uh, 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 showed us how we can trust him by creating situation for you can learn how to trust him and lead not to your own understanding. But it's up to you to learn. See, God is a God that loves for his church to speak his word back to him. And you put a demand on what he promised. And you tell him, Lord, you sent your word to heal me. Okay? The word, I'm not going to let you go until you heal me. If I have to wrestle with you all night long. What do that Bible say? He wrestled with the angel all night long. And he said, um, I'm not going to let you go until you bless me. So your mind would make up your mind. I'm not going to give up this warfare. I'm going to stay in this warfare because I know that God already said that I have to come out more than a conqueror. So I'm going to stay in this warfare. I'm not going to give up because the Bible said, uh, uh, he uh, said, uh, you shall reap. If you faint not, so I'm not fainting. I'm not fainting in this situation. I don't care. Fan me, brother. Keep me alive because I'm not going to faint. If I faint, I lose. He said, be not worrying in well-doing, for in due season you shall what? Breathe, 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 if you want. Say, if you faint not, that means if I faint, I'm not going to reap anything. So do everything in your Holy Ghost power to keep from fighting because you want to harvest. So, well, I feel like fighting. I don't care how you feel. This I'm fighting. We all going to feel like giving up. I don't care how you feel like giving up. Just don't give up. If you fall out of a race, guess what? Get back in the race. That's one thing I love about God. He said, if you have to fall out of a race, you have a, 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 a petition with your father that you can get back in the race. And stop criticizing yourself. Stop beating upon yourself. Your body's the temple of the Holy Spirit. You violating God's law when you start talking about his body, his temple. God said to me one time, he said, why are you beating up my temple? Mm 
Said the Bible said, no, you not that we belong to God, right? So why are you talking about my temple? No. Be careful how you talk about God's temple. <laughs> Do you realize who's dwelling in you? Do you really know who's dwelling in you? Come on now. Do you really know what type of power your house will around? Do you really know? I know you're not going to answer that. I wouldn't either. <laughs> because when we realize who is dwelling in us, oh, God, I'm serious. You will say, every problem will come up will give me an opportunity for God to show himself strong. I mean, you know how long I've been saving problems, issues, situations, but I always stay with the word. I always say nay in all these things. I am still more than a conqueror through him that loved me so. Then one of my favorites says that all things. He didn't say some of the things. He said all things what? Work together for my good. Don't look like it's going to work. I've been in the situation. Look like it's going to cave in, but I stay with the word. Stay with what you know about God. Don't have a lot of situations push you off of the word. I know if I just stand my grounds and God promised me that all things would go on regardless of what it looked like, if you would just stand your grounds, I will cause it to work together for your good. If I have to turn it around, if I have to change whatever you have to change, but if you stand it and believe in the word of God, God will not fail in us when we stand on his word. Why? Because God and his word are one. If God failed us, then he failed himself. I can't understand why he said, my word is just like the rain that comes down from heaven and it returns not the water, the earth, so it can produce and have food for the eater and seed to sow. He said, okay, so shall my word be. Yeah. See, we need to state it. God, you said your word will not return until you void, but your word will accomplish that which you please and where you sent it. It will prosper in the place where you sent it. So I said to myself, I understand. How can God return back to himself void? Because God and his word are one, right? In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was what? God and the word dwell among us and we beheld his glory. But God said, My word, my word that I send forth from my mouth. Oh, my Lord, hallelujah. This is his word that he sent forth. He said, If you can believe it, it will not, whether you believe it or not, it's still not going to lose his power because you don't believe it. The Bible says, So what if some don't believe it? It doesn't make the word of God a non effect. You can have unbelief all you want to, but it would not change my word. It means that I believe God. So your unbelief would not change another person's belief, believe me. Some people might get discouraged, but it should never change because God says, So what if some doesn't believe? Hey, doesn't make my word a non effect. That's in your mind. So why does Bubba don't believe? John don't believe. I'm not going to live off John unbelieve. I believe. And the Bible said, if, if you dare to believe, all things what? 
A what? Oh, then he said some of the things, right? Why do y'all live like he said some of the things? Why do you act like he said some of the things? Oh, me what? <laughs> so when you have a, a thing, what you going to call it? An all thing. If there's not a what, there's all things work together for good. Say, it's working for my good. It's working for my good. You say, well, Dr. Betty, you know it don't look much. I don't care what you see, but I see something else from here. We shot the hammer. I see the promise, see? Because all the promises in God, he said to me, he said it to all of us in his word. He said, all the promises in God are yea and amen to the glory of God. You say that, God, can you promise me that every promise that you made, seal with your amen, seal with your yes, so be it, it will happen. God, can you promise me that if I will stand still, I will see the salvation of the Lord. God, can you promise me if I will believe your word, all things are possible to them that believe. God, can you promise me? and be in good health even as your soul your knowledge in God prosper Paul said I count all things but dumb I understand and I may know him in the power of his resurrection everything to me life is dumb I want to know God I want to know more and more about him because there's more to God than what we know. We want to not just know him to experience all the spirit that he sent from heaven to help us. And I want to check out till I experience. I remember experiencing it, but there's more. The more to experience about God. God is more than shouting. He is more than speaking in tongues. He is more than singing. He is more than lifting your hands and praising. Yes, he all of that, but he is more. 